Now, for weeks, I'm going to say actually almost over a month, we've been waiting for an update on the Bell Gibson saga. Yeah. Now, to put this in context, if you don't know what I'm talking about, Bell Gibson uh, is the founder of the Whole Pantry app. She's written uh, cookbooks and given people advice based on the fact that she said she was a young mother healing herself naturally with natural foods and, and all these great recipes. She was healing herself from terminal brain cancer. Now, this app was so successful, it was number one in the Apple App Store. So you've got vulnerable people believing her story. Uh, now, it only came out about six weeks ago that well, a lot of her friends started saying to journos and somebody even put a complaint into the police that... Yeah, she's never had cancer or a brain tumour. No, and you were like those thousands of people, didn't you? You bought the I app as well. I bought the app. Mm. I was making her recipes and, yeah. and just for health more so than I, obviously I'm not battling any, any medical condition or any illness. No, no, but you would think, but okay, if it's going to get you through that, it must be healthy you for you. You believe these people. Now, we've been wait- she's been holed up in her apartment in Elwood. She's gone quiet. She apparently head overseas. She's just been avoiding everyone. Yeah. Now, she's finally spoken. So before I, I reveal what she or how she's defended herself. Let's just listen to her herself. This was last year when a, a journalist was asking her. This was before any of the news broke. This mm. was when she was peddling her lies about having cancer. It was five years ago I was diagnosed with terminal cancer. It's been hard. And just the emotion that's in the room at the moment is very powerful. No ifs or buts there. There's no, none. No. Now, before no. we get in, before I tap no. in to my absolute furor, fury over this, because um, it's honestly, it's, it, I'm so upset on behalf of people with legitimate illnesses and diseases, and more so for the people that have gone and believed her. Mm. Uh, because let's be honest, people have probably made choices about their lives and their health that based on her advice. Now, mm. some people may have actually passed away. People are making choices about healing themselves from cancer mm. based on her blatant lie that she cured herself from a disease she never had. So you won't believe this. She's on an interview with Women's Weekly and uh, she has admitted to it. And I'm just going to read some of the quotes and, and actually, Dave, tell me whether you think these cover off an apology. She said, no, none of it's true. I'm still jumping between what I think I know and what is reality. I've lived it and I'm not really there yet. What? None of that makes sense. None of it. Is she saying she's deluded? She oh, refers to, and the, the, the magazine actually talks about the fact that she may suffer Munchausen syndrome and factitious disorder is when you fake medical illnesses to get attention. But can I please go on? She says, I think my life has just got so many complexities around it and within it that it's just easier to assume because I had a troubled childhood. And this is the bit I love. It was my responsibility to do grocery shopping, do the washing, arrange medical po- appointments and pick up my brother. You've had a yeah. very tough life, Belle. Yeah, That's, that sounds... Whoo. Now, Munchausen syndrome, with so many things like this in these areas where you think, okay, I don't know those kind of mental disorders or whatnot, but the thing that I hate about it, she was profiteering from all this lying. Mm. Okay, it's not cool that you're lying about a situation, but you're making money out of it. I don't know no one's pressed charges at the moment, but I agree with what you said. You're putting, literally putting people's lives in danger. If there is someone who has terminal cancer, or cancer, I should say, or yeah. terminal illness is now believing what she's peddling which was a lie Mm. and the repercussions are literally fatal absolutely well even so you know not only is she making profits from the apps she said that she would donate three hundred thousand dollars from the sales of her app to charity and it's yet to be found no one knows where that (sighs) money is yet so to even say i'm going to give money to charity and not do it now what 
what is look the hardest thing about all of this is she won't even give over any details about her family so no mm. one's here to verify what her life was when she was growing up mm. but there's a lot of it, it's all about her now let me read this quote because this couldn't be more about her in the last two years i have worked every single day living and raising up an online community of people who have supported each other I understand the suspicion around me, but I also know that people need to draw a line in the sand where they still treat someone with a level of respect, and I'm not receiving that. Oh, woe is me. I, on, I'm so and so angry at this girl, and admittedly, she's only 25, or is it 23, whatever. She's young, but there's no excuse for this. She has absolutely led people vulnerable people looking for answers hoping to save their own lives with her fictitious tales of having cancer to make and to make light of having cancer but then to tell people how to cure themselves it is disgraceful and i know the victorian police have dropped this but i don't think they should i think she needs to be made accountable and this interview isn't being accountable it's saying oh but i had a tough childhood you, you didn't you had to do the grocery shopping it's not good enough well it reeks of lance armstrong's situation where a person is living a life for so long and then mm. they go yeah but think of the good that has come of it you know no, no, no the whole thing is built on lies and i think what she's doing is even even more insidious because Lance wasn't saying, you know, like he, he did get over cancer, but he was also doing it with illegal, you know, performance enhancing drugs. Mm. And then so people can say, oh, I can also overcome cancer. But she's literally telling people how to live their lives to overcome a terminal illness. Yeah. Yeah. That's insidious. Now, 131060, if you are fired up about this or it's really, or maybe you or somebody you know has suffered from a terminal illness, maybe you've even bought this app and you've genuinely been trying to cure yourself or a loved one. Uh, I, I mean, I can't even imagine what that situation, what you would f be feeling. But to see this sort of very vapid, irrelevant apology, um, I think it's disgraceful. It's not good enough. And she better step up and really make amends. It's awesome. Try and make herself a victim of the situation. Unbelievable. Yeah, when she's made so much cash off it. It's disgusting. Now, we're talking about Belle Gibson. If Just to recap, you're not familiar with, she's the founder of the Whole Pantry app, which is was number one in the Apple App Store for, and her whole journey and her story was that she had suffered um, incurable cancer. She'd cured it by the food she ate and the recipes she made, and she spruiked that, and she had online communities that were all banding together to help each other fight their cancer. It's been revealed, and she has now confessed, finally, almost two months after being called on it, she's finally popped her head up to Women's Weekly and uh, and admitted that it was, in fact, all a lie, not true, she's never had cancer. I'm not going to go into it. She basically blames her childhood and she's asking people to back off. She's only human. Um, and please draw a line in the sand. Everyone move on and give me some respect. Ah, uh, no, 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 no. You're not getting any respect. And you're not getting off this this lightly. And I genuinely am very disappointed that this, all this, all that she offers is an exclusive interview to a magazine where she doesn't support it with any fact you know there's no she says she's had a troubled childhood but even the magazine tried to get contacts like what's your mum's name refused to give it can we get your mum's contact details refused to give it so yeah. she's still making up excuses that she refuses to verify and they're very bad excuses yeah but what is really horrifying about this is this girl has i'm going to say thousands of people suffering from cancer have looked to her. When, when you're that vulnerable, you're looking to answers. And people may have made choices about their cancer treatment based on her advice. And she's a 23-year-old that's never had cancer. Yeah, well, and I rough. think that is so disgusting and so 
disgraceful and I, I, I know that the Victorian police have stepped down for it, but I think there needs to be repercussions. She can't just get away with that. Well, she's claiming it on Munchausen syndrome, which is a syndrome where people lie about things that have happened in their past to get attention from other people. Um, but the thing is, you're right, she's profiteering, but she's also focused on a very desperate group of people because mm. if you're in a situation where you have a terminal illness, you will try anything, anything to stay alive. I Particularly when somebody it. says, hey, I had terminal cancer and look, I'm, I've, yeah. I cured myself. Mm. Buy my product and it will cure you. Oh, that is on that, so many grounds. And surely there's a criminal offence in well, there somewhere. That is actually and a fatal mistake. That could be fatal in people's lives. 131060, we have asked Melbourne, how are you feeling about this? Maybe it's in, affected you or impacted your life personally. Amanda from Ringwood. Hi, Amanda. Hi, how's it going? Good, Amanda. Now, is it right you, you met Belle? Um, I've met uh, Belle a few times. Uh, we first connected through social media. Mm -hmm. uh, because I sort of looked up to her and um, thought that she was so inspiring and I was so happy to spread her message to all of my followers and all of my friends and everything like that. And it was all just like brainwashing. Like the stuff that she used to say, it was like you'd be so... She's so charismatic that mm. you would just believe anything that came out of her mouth. It was like a rehearsed show for everyone. So, Amanda, when you hear this apology, which is really half-hearted, and it's not much of an apology, it's just basically saying she had a troubled upbringing, mind you, when I say troubled, she had to do the grocery shopping, the washing, and pick up her brother from school. It's just chores. Amanda, um, does this... Fifi, look, she's only human, you know. Oh, uh, I know. Amanda, gosh, my tough childhood. Oh, I had to make myself <laughs> baked beans after school because mum okay? wasn't there to make I'm them for me. Amanda. My mum made me spread my own veggie mats. Oh, oh, it's tough. Amanda, though, I do want to ask, I don't obviously condone anything that she's done, but obviously there are effects of placebo effects to help people and uh, studies have shown. Has any of this lie affected people in a positive way? Look, though her recipes and her app and, you know, promoting a positive lifestyle overall has been, it's really effective and, you know, people do read that and they go, this is awesome, I can eat healthy food and it still tastes good and, you know, that's a good thing, but... Just the whole basis of it is a complete lie. Yeah. And it, it's like I felt so betrayed when I found out that I looked up to this person and, you know, oh, she lied to my face at, like so many times. And it was, it was incredible because I found out a little bit earlier than uh, when it came out in the press and I couldn't believe it. And I just, uh, I sort of just went, oh, you know, it's not true. It can't be true. Belle's incredible. She's so inspiring. But then it all just unraveled and it was insane. But I definitely think that she has. Like, I don't agree with anything that she's done, but... No, um, Amanda, and I think that's the thing that it, it, it... You know, when you when somebody is selling a product, they're donating money to charity, you, you of course, you take it on face value. I mean, it, it's unfathomable that somebody would pretend to have terminal cancer. And, and now we would love to talk to Helen from Faulkner because, Helen, you, in fact were diagnosed with breast cancer and you're fortunately in remission now but how does this make you feel that this girl has pretended to have it and tried to cure people's cancer on these, these fictitious lies? Uh, look, to be honest, I, I have absolutely no comment and like as far as how I feel, it, it's just indescribable. I cannot describe how mortified I am with what I hear and it actually, look, if I allow myself, it'll actually bring me straight to tears because, I mean... You know, someone facing something like that, you know, you will attach yourself to any kind of hope that you may have to try and overcome something like this and to know that, you know, the hope is given to you and then just, you know, it's like whipping your heart straight out. Oh, I can you know, imagine. Just, and, you know, I've got, a, I've got an eight-year-old daughter that 
you know, he's, he's great and healthy. But, you know, you just look at something like this, that I'm grateful that, you know, I've got a second chance in all this. And to know that this person is giving these people that false hope, you know, that have got families that are a mother, they're a sister, they're a daughter. You know, it's, it's just she needs to be held account- well, accountable is, for her actions. Helen, mm. and thank you for sharing that emotion because with what you and your family have gone through, you can understand that to be so trivial and dismissive as to pretend that you have had terminal cancer. But what... I, I, and this, I mean, this is yet to be proven yet, but there may be people that have actually lost their lives, that have gone down her path because when you're in a situation as desperate as that, yeah, you are looking anything. for answers. And yeah. if someone puts their hand up and says... I, I cured myself. I did it, guys. And this is how you do it. This is the way. God uh, knows what you do. You might stop chemotherapy. You might just... Yeah, you, you know, make some decisions oh, that absolutely. just don't make any sense oh, because of this lie that you're living. Now, we've got... Thank you for sharing that, Helen, by the way. Um, now, we've got Claire. Now, Claire, this has personally affected you because you have a best friend who has terminal stomach cancer who's actually used Bell's app for a few months. Is this right? Um, yeah, oh, yeah, she, it wasn't her idea, it was her husband. Her husband read about it and mm. was really um, wanting her to try anything she could. And she so had no faith in it. And so it caused lots of issues because she knew she was dying. And, um, and so, but she felt if she didn't at least try, she was letting down her family. Mm. So for two or three months, she stuck with it. Um, it caused massive issues. We used to sneak out for ice cream and um, then she felt insanely guilty because she was letting down her family. And um, Unfortunately, she did pass away almost 12, 12 months ago now. And um, it caused so many arguments and it was horrible because, yeah, her husband really believed it was it was the solution. And, um, and the one thing that she wanted to do was eat food and enjoy it because it was the last oh, thing that she had left. And anyway, I just think that she's horrible and she deserves to pay for what she's done because her life, you know, she's profited from desperate, desperate people that all they wanted to do was save his his wife, his mum of three kids was 30, you know. Yeah, understandable. People are desperate and she took total advantage of that and it's just horrible. Oh, Claire, thank you so much for sharing that because that is so tragic and, and I think it's important, you know, for all that Belle is dismissively saying, okay, I made a lie, everyone move on, show me some respect. That story, that first-hand story of how you had a, a relation, you had a, a, this, you know, Claire's friends, last few months of her lives dominated by fighting with her partner, her partner who was saying, but look at this girl, yeah. she beat terminal cancer. And now she's passed away. Oh, that's just so tragic. And and let's just leave it there. I, I hope it's not the end of it. And I think I want to see repercussions. Yeah. I, I, this can't be over. She can't get away with this.